Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Laundry with Mark and Paul. All right, we are back. Back again. <laughs> Guess who's back? Yeah, I know. I'm not going to start singing, but yeah. So yeah, sorry guys. It's been a little while. I've uh, been kind of crazy busy between uh, both of our schedules. We couldn't figure out a a time, but we're gonna we're gonna try to figure that shit out. And yeah, definitely have to figure that shit out. Hold on, that seems. Yeah. I got I got a headphone wire all jacked up here. Soon Hold enough, we'll second. just uh, we're having technical difficulties already. <laughs> Soon enough, we'll just, this will be our job and we'll just, we'll be like making all kinds of money just doing this. So we'll be annoying you people with a fucking podcast every day. (laughs) Wouldn't that be fantastic? I feel like I would run out of things to talk about. Yeah, but... uh, Or not. I don't know. I talk all the time, so... (laughs) It's always kind of uh, interesting if you, uh, if you had to and you, you know, that was your job. Yeah. It would be totally different, totally for sure. Totally different. Yeah. You'd get it done. Definitely. We, uh, yeah. Basically, uh, all this to say, we have to hustle in our regular lives and yeah. <laughs> and then find a minute to uh There's hang. not enough of you listening out there to make us rich and famous, yeah. so, so can you guys please get on that? Thanks. Basically, it's on you guys. It's your yeah. fault. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, uh, I've had a few people tell me, which is pretty funny and i just kind of like ignored it but like a few people have told me that i should go into stand-up comedy which i find kind of stupid because i'm like i can't be funny on cue like when i'm funny it usually just happens or i'm mad (laughs) and i end up being funny yeah but i I don't always find myself being sometimes i crack myself up i don't know but sometimes people think i'm funny but like i was watching uh the whitney cummings stand-up comedy and i'm like Almost everything she was saying up until the time that I stopped watching, because I, I ended up having to leave the house, I was like, holy fuck, I'm pretty sure I've said most of the stuff that she said yeah. before even watching that. Right. Well, And it's fucking amazing. Because I'm like, I could have been, I, I could probably be famous. <laughs> probably. probably. Probably not. Probably could be. I like that. Probably could be. Probably could be. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is that, I, you know, it's one of those things like most things is kind of nuanced if you really look into it it's not um it's not uh you know it's not just good joke writing it's good delivery it's also timing yeah it's also and the reason why i think about that is because uh funny enough uh um i do listen on my runs to a lot of uh Joe Rogan and stuff mm-hmm. like and, and and other podcasts too but there's several where there's comedians and they talk about the art and like putting that shit together yeah. and how complicated it is and even actually the one where he had um he had Kevin Hart on okay. and he uh referenced like his his um like workflow how he gets to the point where he's doing stadiums you know kind yeah. of thing and uh, <clears throat> how it's like a year and a half process to get one yeah, hour of sure. comedy you know and it's funny cuz like uh I always bring it back to the thing that I did for a long time, which is being in bands and stuff. And when you see a band that's like polished and good, that plays a, a, even an hour set at a bar, mm-hmm. there's a lot that went into that. Of course. There's a fuck ton that went into that. And it's like, uh, I was just thinking like, as you were saying it though, it's funny because it's very true. I think you probably could uh, uh, deliver comedy. Yeah. Can you write jokes? See, that's, that's tricky. You I know? find like, there's there's there is a few things like I think I can I think I'm funny and I think I could I could I make jokes and I make inappropriate shit because I just don't care. I have no filter. So I think yeah. maybe that's why people find them funny because they kind of don't expect me to say sh- certain stuff. But I like like you were saying about uh, Kevin Hart and like sometimes I, I I'll listen to them and I'll find myself like like listen like watching the whole like stand up and then he'll talk about something and then at the end of the show is the punchline for the thing that he spoke about in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like I would forget. <laughs> My yeah. memory is not that good. I, I can't fucking remember. Like I was just telling you, I wish I could remember certain like things that happened. And like, I was watching uh, c- comedians in cars having coffee. Yeah. 
And it's so, it was so funny, like all the episodes that I watched, and I was like yeah. fucking cracking up, and I can't fucking remember one line. <laughs> well, yeah, it's but, crazy. My brain can't retain anything anymore. I don't know why. That's the function of doing it a million times. That's why by the time you see, you're watching Kevin Hart on his Netflix special, that's probably a set that has been finalized a close to a year before, and that he's done. Makes sense. He's may, he may have done it 200 times since then Jeez. before you even, and that exact set. And then he had variations of it for another year, another, you know, six months before that. That's crazy. That it, so, it, and like, again, I say, bringing it back to the band stuff, it's like, I, at the point where I was playing, you know, several shows a week, it's like the set's been tweaked a few times, mm-hmm. but the songs themselves are so set in like, um, like muscle memory that you're pretty much going up there and focusing only on delivery. Yeah. There's no, your brain knows exactly where you are, what line, what everything like those people are polished. I guess it makes sense. I guess it makes sense. It's something like this. Like you can't just like, you can't have chemistry with somebody. You can't just be like, Oh, mm -hmm. we're friends. Let's get on a mic. I don't think the majority of the people that I know, I don't think I would be able to have a conversation with them on a mic. (laughs) Like, yeah, I think there's one friend yeah. And I don't really hang out with her much anymore. So I think she's probably the only one that I can do this back and forth with. Right. Or else, I don't know, like I have conversation with my friends doesn't mean anything like bad. It's just that I, I don't know that there would be like a back and forth. I find doesn't... this is difficult. And I had even like Francis tell me that he saw a few jujitsu guys and he's like, their chemistry is so weird. And like, he's like, it's it, it was awkward to watch and to listen. And I find that so weird because I'm like, you mean a couple of jujitsu guys doing like a, a, like podcast. a podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, their like dynamic is not good, and like their their whole like they were talking over each other. And I was like, the whole point of doing this style is that you can't talk over each other. You have to, like, yes, there is times where you do kind of you know go into it, but course, you stop yeah. and you let the other person talk. Mm. It's one of those back and forth things. Well, interesting. Uh, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine the other day. Uh, where we ended up on the longest phone conversation I've probably had in two decades, <laughs> uh, just because we don't see each other often and we have way too much to talk about. Yeah. Um, but we were we were going into like pretty heavy philosophical things, like uh, um, which I like doing too. I kind of like that kind of uh, you know a conversation or that kind of um, intelligence, that, that, <laughs> that kind of you know topic. Yeah, and um, he was talking about that. He's like, well, I mean, you know, this would be kind of like a podcast thing. And I, I was thinking about how most of the time, and I've known this guy most of my life, I was like, well, the thing I've realized from, you know, probably over 10 hours of podcasting now, yeah, people don't know that there's a few episodes that they'll never hear <laughs> before we actually aired. Any, but yeah, we, we've spent probably a good 10 hours at this yeah. point, even though it's episode nine, 10, 11 hours talking, um, is that like a conversation regularly... I think the the thing that happens is people tend to be thinking about what they're going to say next, yeah. which is an important part of a conversation having a flow. <clears throat> However, uh, what I've realized from uh, chatting with you and doing the podcasting is that the I'm I'm getting better at doing both. Mm-hmm. Like obviously not interjecting and not like yeah. kind of talking over each other, but I'm also listening to your entire sentence, not halfway through going, Oh, this is what I'm going to say next. I'm doing both yeah. better than I did before. And I found that that was true while I was even talking to him on the phone. I was like, Holy shit. I'm actually doing both more than I ever did before in that crazy. the thoughts forming on whatever my retort might be to his point. But I'm also totally hearing the entire yeah. sentence till he's done, you know, kind of thing. I guess like, it changes things because like we're literally in a room in the laundry room just with each other. Like there's just, no distraction. So like no. I have no, tra- I can't pretend that I'm listening to you mm-hmm. <laughs> or else it's going to sound really bad. No, that's it. And you can't pretend to listen to my bullshit. So no, <laughs> and you're it, stuck in here. And I don't <laughs> think it's a necessarily uh, just a foregone conclusion or like a natural thing that people have. Yeah. To really listen all the way. And I think it's because usually when conversations are happening, there's micro expressions and things going on. So people kind of, I guess the best example I could make would be to say that um, a really good conversation between two people might not be that great of a conversation for a third person to listen to. Which is something we have to be aware of when we're yeah. doing a podcast, which and makes you better at it, you know? Like, and that's, I think, what we, what our first initial thought was, was, is anyone going to be interested? And then people were like, oh, what's your podcast about? We're like, nothing. Fucking like, nothing. <laughs> just 
just us just talking. Chatting. And I mean, if you want to listen to it, you can. And sometimes we talk about necessary things and sometimes it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't care. I mean, I have fun. And I, I think either way, I feel like I'm, we're still going to do this. Like, even if people aren't listening as much as we think they are, mm-hmm. I feel like I still want to do this because it's like it's cool, it's fun. It's fun. It makes it makes it makes me feel important. <laughs> I have a blast. I'm, yeah. I'm honestly happy. Like, to do I it. feel like it's like a little. It's it is a job because like I mean technically yeah. we have to figure out the time to do it, so it mm-hmm. is a job. But yeah, no, I definitely have fun, and and I don't know whoever's listening. Thank you to you loyal people. That's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we have we have some fans. We have some fans. I it'll, think so. It'll I think grow. So. It'll grow. Or we're, we're, mm. we're gonna make T-shirts, and if you're a fan, you're gonna always buy one. Yeah. We totally got to make merch. Yeah, be like Metallica and wear your own shirts. I would totally wear my own shirt. <laughs> I fucking toot my own horn. <laughs> yes, I, I would. Too. I think I'm I don't funny. Give a shit. So I think it'd be too funny wearing <laughs> exactly. a dirty laundry T-shirt. Like, what's that? That's my podcast. As long as it's not actual dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's what's that dirty. Smell. <laughs> It's uh, my new podcast, Dirty Laundry. So uh, uh, all the uh, first um, run of uh, Dirty Laundry uh, branded t-shirts will be sent to you post being worn for a week by Polly Mar- and I. Mark is going to wear them on his run and he's going to sell them. Oh, fuck. You're going to thank us one day. They're going to be very, uh, they're going to be worth a lot of money soon. Yeah. Smell, smell it. Sm- smell, smell it. it. Just smell it. It's authentic. <laughs> smell it. Yeah. But no, I, I definitely want to. And I have had a few people be like, so when are you going to have people on? And, and uh, hmm. we're going to have them on. We just need some some extra equipment that uh, that's not my department. I don't really know yeah. how that stuff works. And I, I talked to one of the guys that I trained with and he's he's a musician as well. And he like deals with a lot of stuff. And he's like, oh, he sent me like a few pictures, which I got to send him a picture of this thing because mm-hmm. this Apollo twin thing. Because he's like, oh, do you have this one? And I'm like, no, it looks a little smaller than that. And he's like, do you have this one? And I was like, no, it looks a little bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like having this conversation. I'm like, I don't know anything i'm like i talk into a microphone that looks like a microphone yeah and i'm like my brother-in-law has a microphone that is suspended and has a thing in front of it looks like a fancier microphone looks like something musicians use sounds pretty much the same as you can tell i guess i don't know uh yeah it's not only yeah well Well, there's technically a lot more obviously but like for me i'm just like we're talking into a mic and there's this Mm -hmm. thing that we adjust the volume the uh (laughs) no the thing i was gonna say was just for having guests is also not only uh gotta find that time not nothing if there's the money then you gotta go find the time which there isn't a lot of to go a purchase these things yeah and then i gotta you know wire it up and stuff which is not actually that big a deal but uh no we will get around to it soon yeah yeah i i also feel like we have a hard enough time to like get together and i live upstairs upstairs yeah (laughs) so that's yeah so we're gonna we'll figure it out soon we'll figure it out i think it'll be pretty cool to get some we have some fun people that we we do We actually do have a lot of interesting people and that's Mm -hmm. what I find super fun about it Mm -hmm. is that we have like between the two of us, we have like two like separate groups of friends and age groups and and people that are interested in in different things. Yeah. People that do different interesting things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, More interesting than us, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe help the ratings a bit. (laughs) Fuck that. So uh, let me see what, uh, what was going on in the news. There's some funny things. I noticed, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, our uh, prime minister, uh, oh, Justin God. Trudeau. What do you do now? He's just walking around Montreal. I fucking love this guy. I, w- policies aside and all that, I'm not even going to talk <laughs> politics, although we're talking about prime minister and I'm going to say I'm not talking politics. Yeah. He's a fucking riot. Yeah, like how can like you not love this guy? Like right as like a clown, like he entertains you, no. <laughs> or you like respect him? <laughs> no, I just like that he's. Oh. I like that he's at least pretending to be a regular person because <laughs> like, he's walking the streets. Apparently, they saw him in fucking Vilray, just like walking around. Like what there's, is a, he doing? there's a bunch he's just of people like, like almost like somebody's dropping him off. <laughs> so, he, so the. the <laughs> Like what? Yeah, and I would think there would be security around, but they there were... is. They're just they're nearby. They have like that that app, that three sixty app that my sister has with her kids, and yeah. they just follow. Him. They just follow him. They're like, we're a block away. It's fine. Exactly. He's the He's Canadian gonna, like, prime minister. How nobody gives a He's shit. Safe. They're going to apologize to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Like no one's kidnapping anyone. In You're Canada. in Quebec. <laughs> Most people don't even acknowledge you as any kind of leader. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's probably true, especially in Vilray. Like who the fuck is that guy? What do we care about him? 
They definitely don't. They're like, he's the prime minister of the neighboring country. Um, so, yeah, he's been walking around. Apparently had a bunch of meetings in Montreal and then decided to go meet with some residents here and there. But basically just walked around. I mean, fuck it, why not? It's a beautiful day. Okay. But uh, I was just thinking about other leaders, you know? Like, <laughs> I, one comes to mind. But could you picture just Trump? Like, let me off here. I'm just going to, like walk through some random street. And he, street like, rings and... the doorbell and grabs the wife's pussy right away. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Because he's famous. And he just leaves. Just like that. He just rings the doorbell, grabs her pussy, and it's leaves. Fine. <laughs> That's Sa- the end. Says something racist and bounces. I love it. Mm. Yells at the gardening people that they're in oh their country illegally. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because they're, like, white people that have tanned too much. <laughs> I, could probably, I could probably be considered a Mexican, too, if I sit in the sun too long. Yeah. And we're like, why? How did you get so dark? And I'm like, I'm Greek. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I yeah. literally sat in the sun like two and a half days. Mm-hmm. Two and a half days. That's like where I got my ten. And people are like, "Fuck, you're dark." And I'm like, "This isn't even that dark." <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty good too. <coughs> yeah, you definitely are. I run uh, shirtless. You're looking like Rico Suave. <laughs> I, I'm not uh, free the nipples. I'm save the nipples. Yeah. <laughs> my poor fucking nipples were getting destroyed it's running true. how's that hair growing back on your chest it's coming back yeah yeah there's Is a bunch of white ones i noticed I'm like, <laughs> oh no you got you you I'm got dying. rid of your youth yeah that was over. it you shaved it away shaved the last <laughs> bit of youth there's four white ones i'm like ah oh, god damn it um yeah yeah, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, running. You're, yeah you're running like a fucking savage what, so how, what's the longest you did now so Last Friday I did twenty. Twenty. How yeah. was that? It was good. Yeah. I got it done. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I like I keep saying it's such a weird mind fuck. Like every step that it goes up on the big run of the week, mm-hmm. I have the the same two conflicting um ideas going on in my head once I'm done. I'm like, oh wow, holy shit, I, I just did that. And yeah. I, and I'm capable of doing that. But again, like at that point, I'm like, wow, I just did 20K. Oh, the marathon's twice that. Like, it's fuck. It's 40? 42.2. Yeah, it's fucking insane. I almost feel like, yeah, but like you could do half of that. Like that's, oh no, no. I'm I pretty can, sure okay, you could do the whole okay, thing now. I've gotten to a point where, because I did 18, I did 16, 18, 20, sorry, 16, 17, 18, 20 in the past like four weeks or whatever. Yeah. A half marathon is at this point, that's the like, that's the encouraging part. I can say that a half marathon is pretty much become not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it, I, what I mean is it's not nothing, but it's yeah. not a big deal. Like on any day of the week right now, if I have to run a half marathon, I'll, I'm not even that pissed. I'll just get it done. I would I would do a half marathon right now. Perfectly it, fine. Like you're more prepared. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. I mean, uh, and my weeks are getting huge. Like last week, I ran forty k altogether, and played a hockey game. It's a lot. And yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> this week's supposed to be, I think, altogether. So what happened was I had another minor setback. So I'm chilling. I was supposed to run twenty four today, and I'm okay. going to do it tomorrow because for two days I've had like, like kind of a inner thigh hip kind of pole thing okay, that yeah, was hurting. Yeah, you don't want to overdo it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, fuck it. So I'll take a day off. Because last time it was my calf and mm-hmm. I took a day off and it was fine after yeah. that and now it's been fine. You so really have like, to listen to your body when you're doing things yeah, like this. Oh no, totally. And, <clears throat> and it hurt a lot. It fucking screwed up my night's sleep two nights two nights ago. It was better last night. Today feels pretty good. I'm hoping tomorrow I'll be fine and I'll run the 24K and it's supposed to really cool off tomorrow so it'll be easier it's to do. It's already cold. So yeah, but tomorrow is supposed to be like 20 degrees or something like that. Amazing. So. Summer's gone. Yeah. Just like that. It's August. It's over. Just like that. Uh, so yeah, and other than that, like um, like our buddy who runs marathons had said to me about four weeks ago, uh, I was, uh, he's like, just keep training. He's like, watch what happens at two months. And for me, it was at two months and two weeks, I guess 10 weeks or maybe around nine weeks. I just started fucking fading. I've officially started fading. I just, I'm at 217 the other day. Yeah, that's ridiculous. From 233, but like. Yeah, but you were kind of like, you were like at a standstill, no? And you said mm-hmm. that you kept like fluctuating. You were gaining weight at some point. Like you were kind of going up a it couple went, of It pounds. went up, it went down and then it went up and then it like, which I think is just like but muscle like, mass and stuff. I noticed but, it right, like as soon as you shaved your beard, I was like, holy shit, you look like a different person. Like you didn't shave it off, but like mm-hmm. you, you trimmed it a lot shorter. Like you look like a different person. 
It's I was, crazy. I was saying to Maria uh, <clears throat> yesterday, I think I'm officially no longer in dad bod territory. No, I, I think you've passed that now. I don't I think saying, that's a... I was pretty happy about that because <laughs> I didn't even realize I was in dad bod territory until about six months ago. <laughs> like, you're kind of dad bod. I was like, what? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Full you're denial. like, this guy's dad bod, this guy's dad. And you're like... Oh, yeah. so They're varying degrees, but you're still dad bod. Yeah. You're in that category. <laughs> so definitely out of that, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, probably the lightest I've been since I was about 25 or so. That's insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. How do you feel, though? Oh, I feel great, for sure. Like, the, do, you, do you feel, like, any changes? Like, any... Well, I've noticed... Um, hmm. I've noticed that hockey, 100%, that I'm... Uh, faster. I feel faster. I feel lighter. Do you and feel faster. like you can last longer now? Like you're sure. not as winded sure. and you're lighter too. So Even I'm sure running, that makes a I big feel, difference. I feel like I, I had a, about last week, I, I started realizing that I felt lighter too. Yeah. I do feel like a fucking, it was earlier today. I was thinking about like, you know, it's, a, I only thought about it for a little bit, but I was basically the, the, the thing I was thinking was like, I've put a lot of fucking work in. Mm hmm. Uh, I've run 300 and some 325 kilometers so far in wow. 10 weeks. Uh, I don't think, or I, I don't know, cause I've never done any kind of drastic sort of diet workout plan yeah. to lose weight. And of course that wasn't the reason for this either. I mean, it wasn't not the reason I was going to get in shape. I didn't really care about as much about Well, you don't else. really eat like garbage anyway. No, so, exactly. Yeah. But what I was saying was like, it, uh, if somebody was uh in the position where they they were out of shape and that they were you know fat mm -hmm. you know and people tell you okay and you're gonna work out whatever it is pretty fucking daunting i guess mine f i my situation i would say actually happened pretty quickly and i started shedding weight and you know mm -hmm. looking better and that kind of thing but fuck man if you were like 60 pounds overweight and shit like i don't even I, i'm interested now to know like does a lot of that start coming off quickly or is this a thing where you go like this takes like fucking two years. It probably does. Like, as my case, I didn't really have that much to lose. I mean, yeah. you say dad bod, but I definitely yeah, wasn't yeah. fucking, you know. Um, but, yo, I like, I worked out harder than in the past 10 weeks than I'd say most people, anybody who is aspiring to like get in shape would. Yeah. I just went fucking hard. I went boot camp. Like, yeah. I'm running fucking 40, 50K a week. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I, I think, because like, I've watched a few of those, like, uh, back in the day, those, like, uh, like reality shows that, like, yeah, yeah. lose weight thing or uh, whatever. What is it? Like, uh, competitions uh, biggest handle. Loser. Biggest Loser. Boom. Um, yeah, I used to, like, watch those. And apparently, when you're, like, really, like, obese... You lose a lot of weight really quick, but then there's just like a standstill where you're like stuck at a weight. And it's like, it makes sense because people that are smaller can't lose that, that weight. They can't lose, they can only lose a certain amount of weight without like fucking dying. <laughs> and, right. I, and I notice it because even at the gym, like, uh, like are people that have to cut weight because they're going into like a category that's like 10 pounds lighter, mm -hmm. 10 pounds is so fucking hard for them to lose. And like. They're, they they have to change everything they're eating and like cut it down even more and train harder and do like but, saunas and yeah. all kinds of shit. Well, that's why the dangerous part about uh, cutting weight yeah. is that uh, inevitably they have to rely on cutting, uh, they, they lose water weight. Yeah. So it basically means you have to dehydrate to make just, weight for the fight, which crazy. is dangerous uh, and has been, you know, but at documented the same time, a lot how dangerous it is. And, and and it's also a function of like ten pounds is not simply a, a a number. It's a you have to see it as a percentage of body weight. Mm -hmm. For me to lose ten pounds is five percent of my less than five. It's four three four percent of my body weight. Yeah. If you weigh one hundred and forty pounds and you have to lose ten, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a big chunk yeah. of your weight already. You know. Yeah. Like, so I think that's what makes it like easier. But like I don't I I don't think you should go under two seventeen. Like I don't know. Oh, the, the, I've already decided that. Well, one of the things I was looking at is that. If, like, I feel like this weight looks good. Yeah, yeah. No, if if there was a a, a point to it other yeah. than running a marathon, I would probably approach this differently. But I'm not going to. I'm going to eat well when I'm hungry and I'm yeah. going to finish the training program till I run a marathon. Now, whatever weight I am when that happens, whatever I look like is what it's going to be. That's my body reacting to preparation for the thing I'm going to do. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so I'm not really worried about it. if I end up 205, that's fine. If I end up uh, 200, yeah. I don't, I don't, it's I like, it's out of my hands now. Yeah. I'm going to follow the thing and try to be as healthy as I can all the way to it. And uh, wherever I am, I'm going to trust that that's how my body decided to feel, you know, in respect to being ready to run that distance. Um, but I would agree that right now would be perfectly fine. I yeah. would actually, uh, one of the things I was talking about was like, now, if I was vain, which really I don't care that much, I would probably put some muscle on, but that's counterintuitive right now. Like I've, I've thought about it. I was like, well, maybe I should just put in like, well, maybe after your marathon. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking like maybe start putting in some push ups and shit like that and start, you know, getting all that going and getting, you, you don't know. really need that kind of exercise. Like the fact that like, it's just, no, but it's not a for the marathon. marathon. Exactly. I certainly don't. I, for the marathon, you don't need that kind of stuff. I, literally. I need to be as light as possible. Exactly. Like, <laughs> which is exactly what's so, happening. But yeah. so my question is, do you think that you're going to continue running after this marathon? Uh, yeah. And I realized, well, I realized so far that there's an ideal amount. I think it's going to be consistent every week because okay. I like it now. I actually yeah. do. Uh, like the way I feel, I like that it's part of my uh, schedule. Like, like every day, it's really great for the brain. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I feel way more zen, chill. Yeah. I was already a pretty zen person, but now I'm like really fucking mellow. On days where I don't run, I don't like it, but I know I have to not run a couple of days a week. It's important. Yeah. Um, but there's something very refreshing about for me. I I do it in the afternoon, but I can like work all day. I can get stuff done, and then. Go for a run, get a good sweat on, take a shower, and then the second part of my day starts. And the second part of my day is really mellow. I've like had a good workout, took a shower, and now I can extremely focused. I feel nice and mellow, and I also feel chill to do if I if I, you know, should decide to just you know read a book or watch a movie or yeah. When you go to bed, you feel nice and calm. So it's like um, the thing. I I think uh, I, I'm going to follow my my. Uh, uh, a training program a little bit, but it's going to be a fixed amount. Okay. And I think right now, if I stop now and I didn't do the marathon, I would keep doing hockey once a week. Obviously yeah. I would run eight. Sorry. What was it? It was six, eight, six, ten. So I've done a few weeks of that in the past few weeks where it was still like it's the, the, the regular runs of the week were around the mm -hmm. six, eight, six. And then there was a, you know, 18 or whatever. Now I'm up to eight, 10, eight, 20 or whatever. Yeah. I think they're kind of ideal. There's still a bigger one. There's still a 10K at the end of the week yeah. kind of thing. But I think it's cool because the more you do those, you can also just challenge yourself by doing them faster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what's that's, cool about it. No, that's exactly what you do. Yeah. You start, you, when you feel good on a, a, on a good day, yeah. just fucking rip. Exactly. And, try and, and of course, I have an app that follows like, uh, was it uh, your fastest 5K or 6K? Oh, okay. or was it, cool. it always tells you kind of thing. So I just ran uh, uh, my fastest 10K yesterday. Oh, because it was part of my program. So it keeps, like, that, it keeps all of that in the in the memory, like yeah, in yeah. your app? Oh, that's all, really cool. Every single run I've done so far is, uh, everything about it is documented. Cool. How many calories I burned, how far I went, This uh, my average uh, time, uh, average pace. So like I fluctuate somewhere between six minutes and six and a half minutes per kilometer, uh, depending on the distance. Obviously, I go slower when uh, it's a big distance because yeah. mentally I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you take it easy, you know, anyway. kind of thing. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think I would keep running because anything else I add to that, that's what I'm saying is like, it's pretty much going to end up being the perfect thing for a guy like mm -hmm. me. Do 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, go run 8K. That's simple. That's Sometimes Tuesday. simple is just better. But I think if you do that all the fucking time, if yeah. you train four days a week like that, and then like I said, play hockey once a week, forget it. It's fine. It's yeah. perfect. I, if I, I do that for to... the next 20 years of my life, I'll be <laughs> golden, you know? I just need to fit in like working out because jiu-jitsu is just like, it's... It's crazy to say that it's not enough, but it's it's not. It's it. I need to strengthen my body because there's certain things that I'm just not, just not like my upper body is not strong and my lower abs are not strong. So I yeah. find I always get my shoulders hurt, my elbows hurt, my my back hurts. So yeah. like I really have to concentrate on strengthening those things, or else jujitsu is not going to be a well, friend of mine. <laughs> the, the thing I found when I got started playing hockey again, what, five, six years ago was exactly that mm -hmm. you, you, it spends, you take a little while doing the sport and then by virtue of doing the sport, you get in good enough shape to do it well. Yeah. But then you realize the only way to do it and have more fun is to be in even better shape. But the sport itself 
will only bring you to a certain level as far as as far as a workout is yeah, considered, definitely. you know, yeah. which is what happened to me. I'd never <laughs> done anything else. And weirdly enough, because I wouldn't even think they correlated, but the simple fact of having my legs be a little stronger and uh, my weight being down hockey is like, of course, I feel I don't feel like a massive difference, but I definitely feel a difference. Yeah. You know, like so, yeah, I mean, for, I don't know for for jujitsu, what you would do, but I mean. For hockey, without a doubt, if I was to start doing some heavy lifting on the legs and, you know, like squat kind of stuff yeah. or whatever, for sure I would see a difference. For me personally, just because of my body type, I don't think that heavy weights would be like my mm-hmm. way to go. I think it's literally just like minimal taking care of myself, like really just making my lower abs stronger because I just, they're just not, they're not there. Yeah. They're, they're definitely not there because like there's certain positions that I... I can't move in because I feel like I'm going to pinch my back and I just don't want to, I don't want to go there. And my arms are definitely not strong. They're like, they're long and lanky. I just like, I can lock shit up and hold it, but I don't have the muscle capacity to like push somebody off of me or lift them up. Like, which people do to me. And I'm like, how the fuck do they do it? I don't understand. Probably also hitting the gym, right? Oh, well, yeah, for sure. That's definitely, like, I trained with a girl that's, like, like, five feet, probably, and she, she can, like, manhandle me sometimes, and sometimes I'm, like, hurts my feelings. (laughs) But... She does. She trains. She does train a lot more, and she's she's got a, a background of striking, so she's way fucking stronger than me in the upper part of her body. So there you go. I don't feel so bad, and she's definitely half my age. So you know, I guess that helps. Whatever. Uh, to be young we'll just again. Just let that go. We'll just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else is happening in the world? The U.S. Man, is uh, like, blowing up. Uh, I feel like there was all kinds people. of stuff. Yeah. Fuck what that, the fuck? Eh? I don't know. We don't they usually like, go on to the you know depressing topics, they did, but I feel like, like they we did should like say something. They did like a poll, and what is it like two hundred and forty-six or something like that? Yeah, shootings, mass shootings, mass shootings, mass. And I believe like a mass shooting has a particular thing. Eh? It's like three or four people minimum. That's fucked up. Yeah, and it's not three or four. It's way more that are dead. No, no, no. What I mean is for it to be considered what mass, they would what, for yeah. it to call it a mass shooting. I think it's it's not crazy number. I don't think it's fucking twenty. It's like. Uh, we'd have to look it up. Uh, no, we'll but get ju- back to you. But it was like, I remember reading it. It was like a good three or four. Yeah. But that means that if you have 242, we're up at, uh, you know what I mean, a thousand. But, that's what, but like, that's what I mean in that. And I'm pretty sure that in each of those shootings, there's been way more than four people that have been shot mm-hmm. dead. So, yeah, well, it's pretty fucked up. I don't know. I don't know. The, I, the, the <laughs> thing I find, uh, uh, I actually wanted to, I brought it up because I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I've been, um, again, on the runs with the podcast and listening to people far more intelligent than me talk about these things. Um, the, the thing I have a hard time wrapping my head around is that the whole thing for the U.S. seems like a, a fucking conundrum. Like, And nobody's really talking about it that way. I mean, some of these intelligent people are, it seems. But, I mean, as a, a the people with the, uh, with the larger audiences aren't really looking at it uh, with any real answers relative to the complexity of the problem. So if you were, if you were to break it down, well, like why would somebody, uh, go and do something like that and go shoot up a bunch of people? Mm -hmm. Well, it seems that whenever we're talking about it, we seem to, uh, uh, um, pick out one reason. Yeah. Which I find is so it's like, okay, there's too many guns. Okay, well, that's not the only problem, obviously. No, because if somebody wants it's, to kill somebody, they're going or, to get a hold of the gun whether they want to or not. Or it's a mental health issue. Oh, okay, mental health. I think it's 100% health. a mental health. Or, like, they're going, like, stink, which I don't entirely agree with, although I can see why people are getting all pissy, is um, uh, an ideology approach. Mm-hmm. And this is the part that gets tricky for me, and you know, far be it for me to defend Trump, although... Yeah. This is not defending him whatsoever. Is this idea that people uh, are attacking Trump because he doesn't... They, they make it sound like he's causing it or that there is more systemic racism because of his rhetoric. But this this gives him a power uh, that I don't believe he has or ever had or ever can have. I don't see how a sitting president... Uh, or any one person for that matter, no matter how big uh, the audience they have, uh, okay, people can come back and say, well, yeah, Hitler made a bunch of people rise up and mm-hmm. do but, horrible yeah. things. 
but even that was infinitely more complicated than mm-hmm. that. And he, he called out something that might be true. But there's a mentality. If the if if the ideology if the ideology is a problem, um, then it's a mass not a mass ideology, but but it's like a there's a fuck ton of people who believe mm-hmm. that, and they believed it before Trump was elected. <laughs> exactly, and, and they'll believe it after. Exactly, you know, he's gone. Uh, but it can't. Ju- I mean, I suppose it can be just an ideology. Uh, however, you have to mix in probably a little bit of a little sprinkle of mental health. Little, little, For sure. little touch of too many guns around, you know. So w- once you start looking at it like that, or at least that's the point that I'm at, I'm like, well, yeah. hey, uh, USA, you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. You you have too many fucking people on too much medication with too many mental health problems, enough. too much of a backwards ass ideology, and the. <laughs> People are calling for gun control for fucking two decades now. Are you fucking kidding me? I just read a statistic that there's 300,000 guns in the U.S. Even if you change the law now, those don't disappear. Exactly. The FBI is not going to knock down every fucking buddy's door and get their guns back. But I just, so this this whole thing about the ideology of it, I just feel like stupid people will follow stupid people. That's just what it is. You have that thought in your head. And Trump is a stupid person that I find very uneducated in the way that he thinks and speaks and talks about different races and and different sexual preferences or whatever the case may be. And then whoever might have thought a little bit of it will be like, oh, well, you see, yeah, he's right. And exactly what you said, you know, they'll just follow and then they become... They like make their own army because they rile up all the stupid people around them, mm-hmm. which I've had a similar situation in, in Canada with that. Yeah. Not going to go into detail, but mm-hmm. yeah, just to say that, like, I, I don't give a fuck what you don't like. I, I keep it to your fucking self. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and I just, for me, it's, 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 uh, what was the other thing? The, um, like my dad, for instance, had rifles all of our lives. He was a hunter and the bullets mm-hmm. were there. Nothing was locked up like it needs to be now. Like okay. now it needs to be like in a case and like locked up with like a fucking code and like like as if you're breaking into the fucking White House. Tell me that's not funny. Greek dads. Eh? Yeah. My no, pops too had, but two, exactly. had, and his, I, had his shotgun. I and got the, uh... teased in school a lot. I used to go home crying. I used to like... I used to have a lot of issues with like not wanting to be around certain people. I never once and never once crossed my mind that I'm like, I'm going to take a gun and shoot them. <laughs> never. No. And I don't know what it is. Maybe because I don't have those mental issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I, I think it's just that. I think it's maybe because I actually am sane. So I'm angry at those people. I hate those people, but I would never want to hurt those people. Yeah, and and the step- and I really think that it's mostly that I think that it's mostly mental health issues, and I don't, I just don't feel like they have proper uh, a, a proper way of dealing with it. They're they're all on drugs, which doesn't make the mental health better. And then there's like the, there's the whole thing with Medicare and stuff. They don't have that in the states. It's too expensive, so it always happens in these places that are all uh, smaller places. Mm-hmm. It's not happening in bigger places. And then that person always comes from like a smaller little town. Yeah, that like. Oh, he never bothered anybody and never did any. Well, there was probably something really wrong with him. You know, like, it's really sad when you think about it. Like, I well, don't want to make excuses up for like these killers. There's, But there's something fucking wrong with you. And if you think it's okay to go shoot up a fucking uh, a movie theater or a school or anything, like, well, there's and, something wrong with you. And, and thus the thing that there's an outcry for him to just call it. It's homegrown terrorism, man. It's they're terrorists. Would you just fucking call them what they are? Exactly. Like nobody's, these aren't. No, it's because they have the, uh, this, this idea that a terrorist is like an Arab person. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what they have that word for, which doesn't make any fucking sense at all. That's not the terrorists. Maybe there is. I think there is in every fucking religion. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but they're, like, they're straight up homegrown domestic yes, terrorists. Yes. That's what they are. Yes. And, and I, I agree that the first step to addressing that would be your president, you know, calling a spade a spade. Come on, man. You know, that's what it is. Exactly. They can't, you can't call them something else. That's what they are. And, uh, on that, uh, note, uh, I, uh, 
the other day running, I listened to, fuck, I wish some people would just, I really please everybody, everybody, please <laughs> just listen to Bernie Sanders a few days ago. Francis on, listened to it, I'm on curious. On the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Just listen to Bernie Sanders and then form your own opinion. I believe this is the only politician I've heard quite possibly in my lifetime, including all the ones you love, Obama, all of them, Mm -hmm. fuck all of them. Bernie Sanders is the only one who actually uh, acknowledges the problems and presents a possible solution. Mm -hmm. And he does it over an hour uh, period of time with Joe Rogan, uh, who obviously, as always, does a great job of uh, asking the right questions. And um, it's... I, I, I he, he presents it so well that I'm dying to hear the opposition to his proposals to fix the, the said problem. Mm-hmm. So he addresses all of it. I mean, he goes really. He but he he has an idea. Yeah. They might. I, you know, I'm open to them not being flawless. Yeah. I don't. I don't imagine he has it 100%. It'll never Nobody be. does, right? It'll never be But that. he does present an idea. He has an idea of how to fix. Which is and more they, than what others. Oh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. It wasn't just talking points and all this bullshit. It wasn't, uh, uh, you know, catchphrases and like- It wasn't uh, like a PowerPoint pr- presentation no, no, no. where he's like, we're going to do this tell you the this truth, is going to happen. Tell you the truth, it was actually more like that than anything else. He literally <laughs> said, okay, uh, here's one problem. Here's a solution we could do to address that. Here's another problem. And he didn't shy away from fucking anything, okay. anything. He was down to like, and, to and even the ones that were much trickier, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, like the guns. Yeah. He was open to even saying, listen, it's complicated. I don't necessarily know exactly how to do that thing, but we know that we want to go in that direction. So he, he, he wasn't even, uh, uh, he didn't even have a problem admitting that he didn't have a full plan on one yeah. particular thing, but that we should address it and we should get some pretending. people together and go. But the fucking shit that he knew yep. what to do about sounded like an like a plan you could get behind. Yeah, you could elect this guy and he's going to go. Listen, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. Yeah, and it, it got me thinking. We're at a frustrating time politically in the world because I know some people, including family members, who, to some extent. Uh, well, we'll re- remain nameless, but, uh, you, you know, know support you Trump are. for whatever reasons, <laughs> yeah. or his, you know, ideas. And the thing I don't get is that it seems to be impossible. And I know a handful of people, maybe I need to find more of them, but it seems to be impossible to have an actual discussion. Like I, I ask questions. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Why do you think? And they have an attack. <laughs> and there's no, and it's roundabout kind of... Uh, Response they that don't, doesn't but That's what really I mean is that they like, don't even know. They're just following their fucking sheep. They just follow this person because they think that he knows what he's talking about because they're secretly racist and assholes. And I mean, uh, that's just the end. That's just what it is. You run on uh, building a wall and uh, and uh, um, what, what was the swamp line? Uh, uh, fucking stupid, sounding fucking bullshit. He didn't do any of the things he said he was going to do. Well, let's start there. You have, you have no problem with the fact that there's no wall and there's no draining the swamp. What? What? Uh, how? Who? I don't. I don't see. I didn't see any of that. I mean, even I'm just trying to acknowledge the fact that y- maybe you believe that these things were important to do and that they should be done. Well, he didn't do them, and he's three years in and he hasn't accomplished that. But then the other things. Why isn't has nothing's been done about any other major issue? Yeah. It's sort of frustrating i mean like he hasn't uh, done anything it makes me think about the world at this point and that we have a lack of discourse how can we why can't we have a conversation about and get a clear answer about anything i don't know he just annoys me i don't even want to talk (laughs) it gets me like it gets my blood boiling talking about people like that um, yeah don't really want to keep going on it but it's like just the point i was saying before is uh i'm not even annoyed by trump i'm Annoyed by the state of the discourse between people about the subjects that, you know, surround him. Like, who cares? Yeah. I mean, if you were to just decide to completely ignore Trump, you would still find yourself going like, what in the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Like, yeah. anyway. 
So back to our lovely country, Canada, where our prime minister oh, just walks Canada. around random uh, neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. Yeah, I love it. Oh, There's like people like filming them, filming them on their phone. You like know? I don't... just walking down the street. <laughs> Imagine sad. you're just walking down the street and you're like, "Holy shit!" There's the prime minister. I maybe because I'm not into like politics, but I wouldn't give a shit. No, he's just a guy. Like, like I don't know what a prime minister like. Yeah. I First know. of all, nothing's changed, so I don't know what the fuck we have them for. Mm-hmm. We're still being taxed too much. Our roads are still fucking garbage. And uh, now we have uh, racist people that don't want you to carry any religious uh, things on you. So That was a weird thing, too, actually. We're slowly becoming the United States. (laughs) I said, no, no, no. (laughs) Canadians are way too polite for that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, but can you please take off your hijab? Sorry. Yeah. Like, (laughs) come on. Yeah. Yeah, there's always going to be a little of that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, the, whatever. Uh, speaking of that sort of slight fam- family squabble we had uh, last week, but I saw a thing uh, where, speaking of Trudeau as well, uh, he, like, knocked uh, some conservative leader in Vancouver for not going to the uh, gay pride parade in Vancouver, to which uh, Justin Trudeau has uh, attended four years in a row. And even that... Uh, see, I'm going to take the different approach here than you might think, but I think that's kind of bullshit. I don't think you have to agree with everybody about everything. I think if somebody doesn't agree mm-hmm. with homosexuals or, you know, gay culture, for you lack of a better to. term, you don't have to. No. Just leave, but I don't think you should. Alone. I don't think you should. You should force your opinion on other people either. No, exactly. Just because you don't like it or you don't you don't believe in it or whatever the case may be, doesn't mean you need to pass that down and be like, well, you shouldn't go either because there's naked men and they're gay and they're kissing. Who the fuck gives a shit? I don't well, understand why we care so much about what other people do. Like, I don't care who's making out. You can be yeah. a guy and girl, and if you're making out on the side of the road, I'm still going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Get a room. Yeah, I, I would think, uh, having been to only one sort of pride parade sort of event, I would say, uh, we're, we're going to, uh, I got to kind of get people up to speed here yeah. in the family squabble it had something to do with uh younger children attending a gay pride parade and the <sighs> conversation about whether they should or not and uh i would just say that there's an opinion there and it's a valid one you could actually take that approach even if it doesn't it, it can be that without implying that you have a problem with them it could be simply that and I've had these. I've had this thought before too, though, is that on a, on a level of classiness in public and how people compose themselves, uh, over our lifetimes, we've certainly been bombarded with uh, gay culture that was maybe overly sexualized. Yeah. And I'm not uh, a, the least bit of a, a prude, not mm-hmm. even a little bit. Yeah. But as a thing, and I, and I believe that it was part of a movement that had to, you know, we're queer, we're here, get used to it. It had to be like, it had to push forward, had yeah. to ask for two feet to get one, you know? Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Uh, now that being said for a younger person's mind to compute exactly what they're seeing or what they're witnessing, uh, which might be a celebration of a certain level of open sexuality, mm-hmm. uh, homophobic sexuality. Uh, that's fine, but I could see somebody having a you know a well-founded idea that that that's too much. Yeah, N- not that it's too much homosexual uh sexuality it's too much sexuality like it needs to like just uh, okay we're gonna you know well then that should imply in your own home too but like you and i think it's it would be funny uh, but i mean no but like i don't walk around the kids naked and neither do you no no i can't but it could get worse than that it could be a leather thong don't you think uh, that it would be it would be fucking ridiculous if like someone's walking around half naked 
or smoking weed and doing shit they're not supposed to in front of the kid and then sure. constantly throwing that in the kid. Well, you can't go to that thing because that's that's bad and, and you don't want to see naked guys and they're doing drugs at Oshiaga. Get a fucking yeah, life, yeah, yeah, you yeah. child, but yourself. The, the, those are all child. assumptions. All I was saying was that the... Ooh, don't get me started on this person because I'm going to go... I'm going to start naming names. I'm going to start dropping names and starting fights because that's about we're, where I'm at. We're staying on topic. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Okay. I'm focused. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i'm just going to the the I'm, I'm more on that side yeah you're allowed to have your opinion it's fine yes. and we should and when people should have different opinions and we should have that's what makes conversations the world go about it you know mm-hmm. uh so on that part like i i kind of see that but then actually maria and i were talking about it and the biggest takeaway from me is that uh raising kids you realize that there are some of tens of thousands of experiences mm-hmm. without any one experience being traumatizing necessarily. Uh, they're really just the sum of all of them. So for example, like I trust Maria, if she decided to bring the kids to anything mm-hmm. in particular of that sort, whether I agreed or not, I wouldn't even just go. I don't, if you think you should, then they're exactly. your kids too. go. Exactly. Um, because they are going to eventually come out they can go uh, out by themselves. No, but what I mean is that they're going to come out of uh, uh, the stages of, of being raised by parents. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a collective sum of so many experiences mm-hmm. that it's not really this one thing or the other. Okay, so they say, maybe I maybe I wouldn't have brought them, but I trust that we're both smart parents and you thought it was important, so do it. But the whole point of this is that specific people think that if you bring your kids to gay pride parade that they're gonna become gay that's not how it like, fucking works yeah, yeah. you fucking idiots get it through your head you don't become mm. gay you are born that way and there's not a chromosome missing there is not nothing there's nothing wrong with you you are just you're just that person I, this is this yeah. gets me really yeah. I, know, I know I know there's like things that I don't understand and it's not because I don't believe that they're they're real like certain and and I have people friends that 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 are bisexual gay mm-hmm. lesbians trans or consider themselves the opposite sex I don't understand all of it but that's not for me to understand because that's not me that's not what I'm going through yeah I need to be sensitive to that which I do understand but there's also like there needs to be like a mutual understanding, you know, like I, I can't, mm-hmm. people are just not sensitive to each other anymore. And it's, it's okay. If I call you a, a she and you don't consider yourself a she, I don't want you to fucking lose your shit and get pissed off. That's you. That's your problem. Exactly. You're going to be upset. And I'm that. not, and I'm not calling you something because I'm trying to taunt you or be disrespectful. That's not what I'm trying to do. And that's what I think people are 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 mistaking in, in like in that kind of sense. You know, like I'm not gonna try to call somebody a she because I'm like, oh no, that's what you are and I'm no, trying no, to like embed it yeah. in their minds. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm trying to do. But like anyways, back to the whole like thing is that like some people are just so uneducated and stupid that they, they think that showing kids things and, and seeing things is gonna make them a certain way. That's not how it works. It's not it's not at all how it works. Just for sake of argument, I'm gonna go one step further and Mm -hmm. say if for sake of argument just sake of argument we decided or figured out that people who are homosexual decided to be yeah i would still defend their right to of course because it's still their right still your fucking right bro exactly i'm not bothering anybody i didn't bother you exactly i didn't but that's but it, my that's the point though. But that is exactly the point. Is that unless what you decide to murder people, problem. They didn't bother anybody. Unless you're hurting people, who I you're don't give a fucking shit. in the comfort and privacy of your own home, or how is many your business exactly. And even that is ironic in the United States that praises <laughs> their. At this point, I'm going to say bullshit version of freedom. They praise their fucking freedom, but only for the people that fall into a particular category. It's hypocritical. It's completely hypocritical. 
So I can have my gun, but I don't want any gays around. So the gay guy can't yeah. be gay, but you can have your gun. Yeah. Okay. So he's not free to be gay. How does that make no. any okay. fucking sense? Is he free to be Muslim? Because you're free to be Christian. No, not that either. Oh, no. No. You can't have be to either. be exactly like him. So it's but the, you can do whatever you want. It's the <laughs> land of the free heterosexual Christian Republicans. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's who it's free for. Exactly. It's not free for anybody And there's else. a few people in Canada like that, too. There's a lot of people, eh, people in Canada like that. Like everywhere. That. I just I don't know. For me, it's just like it's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And I I like had a post, and some people made comments, and I'm like, you're missing the whole fucking point of my post. But okay, then <laughs> take yeah. whatever you want from it. Take the yeah. negative part that you decided to be like, oh well, you're just like them. Uh, well, no, I'm not hurting anybody's feelings, but those fucking fucktards that think that shitting on yeah. people for being a certain way is wrong. So if that's the way, if that's what you pick out of my paragraph that I wrote, well, then you're in that category too. <laughs> that's how yeah. I think of it. That's and it. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. I don't care. I've realized, honestly, after my grandmother passed away, uh, that I don't care to please anybody anymore. I used to do things because my grandmother was like, oh, you know, family and this and that. I just don't care anymore. I really just don't care anymore. I like, if I don't like you, and if you're a shitty person, then fuck you. That's it. And if you think that I'm just like those people because I say that, well, then fuck you too. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. That's, simple as that. It's it's really just as simple as that. I don't hurt anybody. I'm not trying to go out of my way to hurt anybody's feelings. I have nothing against anyone. You can be whoever you want. Fuck whoever you want. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Just leave people I, alone. Exactly. Just leave people exactly. alone. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's like what people mistaken like comedians doing. They're like, oh, you know, it's sensitive and you shouldn't talk about that. It's it's a comedic way to take care to to like make light of something so dark and shitty. Mm-hmm. And I know that maybe some people might not think of it that way, but honestly, I feel like laughter is is a really good cure to like any kind of fucking bullshit that's going on in the world. And whether oh you're making God. fun of like yeah, really please, horrible things. Please leave of all people, leave the people who are just trying to make people laugh. Exactly. Like, holy shit, they devoted their lives to trying to bring joy to people. Yeah. Leave them alone. They just let them go. They're they, allowed to say whatever they want the in the pursuit of a laugh. Exactly. They don't always know. They don't. How can they possibly know whether it's too far or too? Who's and who is going to be the governing body that decides where the fucking line is? Is he allowed to talk about abortion? Is he allowed to talk about racism? No. You got to let the fucking thing be wide open. And yes, sometimes it's going to be distasteful, but it'll be in the interest of trying to get a laugh. Sometimes it's dark, but you get a giggle and you're like, oh, I maybe shouldn't have laughed at that. You know what's the best? It's fucking funny. You know what's the best response to a uh, tasteless joke? Just ignore it. It won't get as much buzz. It'll get, and it'll pass. I think that's what like the social media part of it is, is that people just think that they're like, oh, like, like, again, it happened that I'm following somebody and they like reposted a picture that somebody wrote to them. Oh, like you made a... You made a comment one too many times of like a grandmother falling in the bathtub, so I have to unfollow you. And I'm like, "That's fine." <laughs> Wait, what? You're like, you're too sensitive. Oh my god! How do you start? No, but how do these people survive in the world if they're getting offended by somebody posting something about a grandmother slipping in the tub? How did you get so far in life? I think yeah. that if anything and everything offends you, you need to. You need to just go somewhere where you're, you and the offended people are creating your own homes because it, fuck off. Where nothing is fun. Like, no, nothing that's is ever challenged. Funny. I make fun nothing of myself. Ever. I make fun of my family members. Like, yeah. I love them to death and I will fucking kill for them. But I make fun of them because it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's just funny. Yeah. Like, I don't mean any harm by it. I'm not like trying to. I make fun of Maria all the time. I love her to death. <laughs> Me too. I love her to death. She asks for it sometimes, though. <laughs> just walks right into it. <laughs> or she just opens up the conversation. Hey, you're like, there it is. Couldn't let that one go. All right. Yeah, so yeah, this 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 podcast was a little more serious than a little another, more serious, a little more dark. Sometimes it's got to go there. It seemed weird as like one half uh, workout uh, <laughs> philosophy and uh, the other half Trump. Fucking. 
and losers. We had kind of steered away from it so far, though, but it was it was worth. I know. I, I just feel like I got it out now, and I'm just like, uh, yeah. So far, let's see what comments. If I get pissed off one more back. time, I might start dropping names. So I'm just oh. yeah. So don't fucking tempt me. That could get tasty. <laughs> I wish those people actually listened, though. <laughs> I wish one person in someday, particular. Oh, someday we'll be so big you'll have no choice. <laughs> I wish that one 23-year-old <laughs> female would just listen one day. She would realize how serious I actually am. Uh, oh, <sighs> dropping threats. Those threats. <laughs> Just choke her out, Polly. Yeah. Just make sure I'm there. That's it. It's it's like it's a it's a safe way to abuse someone. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we uh, talk a bunch of shit. We put it out in the world for you to hear it. <laughs> you don't hear it, though, because you're not listening. Exactly. But it's sort of like, uh, but it was out there. Oh, so fuck. we're not cowards. Yeah. You're just not in the loop. You're just not listening. Yeah. All right. That's, that's enough. A, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. I think, I think we got it all out. Yeah. Uh, that's it. So that's episode nine. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to get our shit together. Yeah, we got to do another one this week <laughs> yeah. to get back on track. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll catch you guys in a few days. Yeah. Ciao. Peace. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and let us know what you think. Also, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Like, share, comment. You know what to do. 